Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market, how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all. We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family. Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. Hello! We have an awesome guest today. I'm so excited. Colleen, thank you so much for bringing her today. I'm so excited about this guest today. She is a rock star. I felt like I Instagram stalked her for a while. Oh, I went down the deep dive uh, last night. Thank you very much. <laughs> I Instagram stalked her for a while and I just kept commenting like, I'm just loving what you're putting out there on social media. I mean, you have such a cool presence. I mean, she's gorgeous to begin with. Oh, like, so, oh my God, you know, drop like dead. stops you, stops you in your scroll. Drop dead. Yeah, that's where you've got a few of the followers, but then your content just felt so real and natural. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So we, um, we have Leland Reed here with Engel Volkers and as Western Frontier out of Missoula, Montana. And she's a realtor over there and she's kicking ass. And we are really excited about hanging out with other badasses. And so um, here you are and we want to know all about you. Well, first of all, ladies, right back at you. I'm standing in, or sitting in front of three beautiful, very talented, strong women. And I'm so grateful to be here and to be asked to do this. This is awesome. Yay. I love networking. So thank you. All right. Let's just start the little bit, your background. So, okay. Where are you from? How long have you been in yeah. real estate? Yeah. How'd you get into it? Yeah. Good question. So I am originally from Atlanta, Georgia, born and raised. I have lived in Chicago, Salt Lake City, Anchorage, Alaska, New York City, and my feet landed in Missoula, Montana. My family is a fifth generation. Oh my ranch. gosh, like all the biggest, like coolest <laughs> cities, and then like Missoula, Montana. I've been everywhere, but um, my family is a fifth generation ranch in Lolo, and I'm super proud of that. I went to this ranch when I was a little girl, and it has always been instilled in my veins to make Montana home one day, and cool. I met an awesome guy. And here we are. Oh, so you met him in Missoula. Not that like he traveled all the stuff with you and then you had to bring him there. So he did his undergrad here and we actually met at Charlie B's. Hello? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even think I was 21 yet. I think I used a fake ID. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Go to the bars downtown Bozeman. Oh, it's yeah. all people under 21. I, I'm like, come on. I know. Come on. <laughs> I know, right? I feel like I'm at daycare. Yeah. After, after 10 o'clock. Yeah. There's no one over 21. So funny. So I was out here visiting my family's ranch and he was visiting his sister. And long story short, we were both living in Chicago. He was in medical school there and I was there in the fashion industry. And it's kind of crazy. We started dating when we got back into Chicago and wow, now we're back in Montana. Oh my gosh, that's so great. <laughs> okay, so when did real estate come into your life then? So I actually have been in real estate just under three years. Oh, wow. So You're crushing it that quickly. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So I guess I'm considered a rookie. No. Yeah. I don't know. Like, what is that? What do you consider a rookie? I never I know. I say less than 12 deals. Okay. Like, you, yeah. yeah. So it's it's not years in the industry. Yeah. It's deals yeah. in the industry. Yeah. And really, I think once you get like like that 30, 40 deals done, then you know you know what you're doing. Yeah. And those are the people I like to work with. Oh yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So I've just been under three years, and 
I was telling Colleen, like when we first met, I was totally that type of kid. This sounds so cliche, but it's the God honest truth. I would like ride my bike through my neighborhood um, when it was nighttime and I would like look into people's windows. I w- I've always just been really fascinated with architecture and homes and living in big cities. And I love people. Same. They are like my blood. So long story short, I worked, I was a stay-at-home mom when my babies were very little. And then before that in the fashion industry, and then I worked at my husband's medical practice as his business manager. And I was like, okay, you have your feet on the ground. And I'm like, real estate. It was, it's been calling me for 10 years. So that's so cool. I've heard a lot of stories like that where people, they just, they're, they have the passion for it. And the people part of it is so important where you, you have to really want to work with people. You have to You really do. Cause that's the biggest part of our job. I think it's like the number one thing for sure. So when you started, were you like, because when I first started back in Bozeman, I was in re- a realtor in Portland before here. I was just nervous because I'm from here to be like, oh, another realtor. I didn't want to be another cliche. So it's kind of quiet for a while before I really started crushing it. Uh-huh. So did you like hit the ground running, full force, owning it, like it kind of in your face to people? Yeah, I think just loving people so much. I just really went out of my gates and just started making a lot of connections and contacts and getting really involved in my community. I was like out of the gates. I was so excited. And it probably was annoying to a lot of people that have been in the industry for a long time. Like, who's this girl? Who does she think she is? You know, I got that in Bozeman too. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, I think that it just was in my blood. So so cool. Okay, so talk to us a little bit. We're going to jump forward a little bit about your social media stuff. Oh, yeah. Because your social media does not say rookie. No secrets. There's no secrets in real estate. That's, first of all, my number one rule. And second, social media, how it transpired is when I first became an agent and I got my license, I was really digging around and seeing what people were doing and weren't doing. And I took the positives and I kept them with me and I took the negatives and threw them out the door. I think the biggest thing, how my my social media started is when, like two and a half years ago, not a lot of people were on it in right. real estate. That's true. And I was like, this is weird. Like this is free. Yes. Um, we live in a millennial generation. And then of course I started looking at bigger cities and seeing how they were utilizing social media. So I truly feel like I just took the ground running with that because nobody was really doing it. Right. I might get some backlash for that, but I, that's just truly what I believe. That's so great. Okay. So your videos, so this is what I'm struggling with is videos right now. I don't know why I like to be on camera. I feel like I've got a fun personality, but I just haven't been confident putting them out there yeah. or even filming them. Yeah. Uh, so what was your first steps? You just did it and didn't think about it? Well, I think there's so much pressure, especially right. as women. Like we have to look a certain way. We have to talk a certain way. You know, we have to like have the perfect face on and, you know, If you look back on my social media, I was definitely like a little awkward and not myself. And then one day I was like, you know what? People like me for me and I like people because of them. So I just really started being myself. And that is where I really, really saw my business increase and where I really started having more relationships through my social media. Like my business is 50% social media. That's where I get 50% of my clients. That is crazy. I don't think I know any of the realtors where they get 50% of their clients off social media. That's amazing. And it's free. Yeah. Free marketing. That is so, so, so special. It's free. And you guys, you know, we're moving into where a lot of people are coming back and saying, saying things like, no, it's still about relationships. It's still about going out and building relationships and shaking hands and, and networking with people face to face. And that's true. But we are moving into a digital age where if you don't make your business a hybrid combination of in-person and digital presence, you will get left behind. You know, there's a lot of people that are like, I haven't had a social media account for 12 years and I like it that way. And they're still being successful, but it's like a dying win. I agree. They continue to die 
in their wins and, and pretty soon they're not going to have, have that business coming in. Yeah. It's and so important. It's so important. And to say something that is such a good point. And I spoke at this like newcomer class that I taught and I'm like, everyone's like, where do you get your business? And I'm like, social media. And a lot of people are like, boo, I don't like social media. What? But I think the preconceived notion is a lot of the brokers and advisors and agents, you know, 20 years ago, they didn't have that. So right. they've already built their name over the years. Me being new, you know, I can go door knocking and stuff like that. But like, what is my biggest outlet? Social yes. media. So I right. get it. Like the older agents that have been in the industry for 20 years, 30 years. I get it. They don't need it. Well, the average age of both a realtor and a lender is still 50 years old. Wow. wow. I didn't know and that. So, yeah, that's still the average age. So they are, I mean, they still lean on the phone. I mean, we we know that we have to be on the phone. Alicia, yes. you are the pro of cold calls. You know, Ooh, yeah, she's amazing you. at cold calls and she's very, very effective with it. And I'm still using a lot of cold calling too. I might be having other people do it for me. But if you're not doing both, you're just going to get left behind. Right. And if you're establishing your brand, I feel like social media is such a good way to establish your brand and get it out there. And then when you meet people like, oh, I've seen you or like seen a picture. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what do you use for your platform to record your videos? I just use my iPhone. And you use like TikTok? <laughs> I just started using TikTok. It's okay. still like a little out of my league. I should probably ask my younger sister how to yeah. use it. But I just, you know, get on there. I usually do something close up because of, so it's like, we're almost talking in a room. Like that's I feel right. like when people, yeah, that's how it feels. I use my iPhone. I mean, my husband for Christmas bought me like this beautiful like light and all that stuff. I don't think I've ever taken it out of the box. That is so funny. So, yeah, yeah, I just bought one too and I've only used it a couple of times. Yeah. But yeah, that's so great. Okay, so how do people reach out? Do they just DM you then? Or? DM me. Yeah. Oh, that's so that's great. amazing. I mean, I would say, and it's not just buyers, sellers, it's other brokers and other agents. Like I think the biggest thing in real estate, it's so competitive and I'm not a competitive person. So when I, when like another broker or agent reaches out to me and they're like, Hey, I like what you're doing. Can we meet for coffee? It is the biggest compliment to me over anything, you know? So are you getting out of state referrals then? A ton. Yeah. Yeah. I've been getting a lot of those too recently, which has been really nice. Yeah. That's yeah. That is bananas. What percentage do you give? For, for referral. referrals. So it depends. I've given 25 up to 50%. Yeah. So, yeah. I kind of changed too. Yeah. Like if it's just straight flat and if I know they're shopping around, I'll like start with 30. Just, yeah. Because I'd rather get the business because yeah. business, I say this on almost every podcast. It's not all about money, right? You no, know, it's not all about money at all, but business creates business. And the yep. more you do, the more you're going to get. And if I kind of started with like lower end homes, because like no one's going for these. Yeah. And then those people are now selling and moving up and it's oh, yeah. just happening so quickly. And it's so cool to be a part of that second generation yes. of their life. You know, yes, it's really the best kind of referral. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the best kind of referral. So what I also love is you kind of mix up work and play. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I you, in you your, have to in your Instagram. And I like, I guess I kind of struggle with that. And okay. I find myself, you know, when I'm doing worky things, I'm ready for video, right? Like yeah. you could take a video of me now and I'm okay. But you know, when I'm doing my playtime and I'm, I'm mm-hmm. by myself, you know, or with my family, I don't really feel very video ready. But I mm-hmm. see that you commonly just turn the camera on other people. Yeah. <laughs> or like if I'm like ready. fishing on the river or whatever. I think people relate to people. If you're watching somebody on social media and they're like, hi, I'm so, you know, it's like the same repetitive thing. You're going to swipe. But if mm-hmm. like, you're like, oh, there's an agent. Oh, wait, she's like fly fishing on the river or she's like taking her kids to an orchard to pick cherries or whatever. I think people can really relate to things other than just business. People want a connection. They like I, your you dogs. Know? Yes. 
They're like, oh, cute dogs. Right, exactly. Oh, exactly. Girl, sky. <laughs> I love using them. Yeah. yeah. They're adorable. Okay, so for people who don't know, Missoula is about three hours north of Bozeman. Mm-hmm. We're similar markets, but we're different. I had a girlfriend who was considering moving up there, and yeah. so she started looking around. Your inventory is worse than ours. It's terrible. You know, I will say um, we just had our morning meeting this morning and it seems like more and more inventory is coming on, which is so strange because it's fall and like there's this preconceived notion about like spring market. Everybody needs to list. Yeah, we have really very little inventory. And because University of Montana is in the heart of Missoula, we have a lot of -of out-of-state buyers and they're like, I have a budget up to 1.5 million. And I'm like, I don't have any listings for you. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. When so Missoula is a little bit bigger than Bozeman. I don't know the exact numbers. It's like 90,000. Yeah, I think we're technically like 50. So it's almost double the size. And when I polled it a couple months ago, you guys had 60 active single family homes and we had 120. Interesting. And I thought Bozeman was blowing up and was like next level on the planet. Well, that's what we think in Missoula. Right. And so just to see where you guys are. So how are you getting buyers into homes right now? Um, well, I have a lot of tactics. I mean, I think the first thing I I haven't really, to be honest with you, and I don't want this to come off as showing off or anything. I haven't really lost out on a lot of buyers. No, own as, it. Yeah, I'm owning it because I work super hard. You know, I think there's a way you can protect your buyers, but also make their offer just front and center. I've also been showing my buyers um, properties that are listed under what they can like. So if they can, if they can pull a loan for let's say four hundred thousand, then we'll start at like three fifty. Because in Missoula, three fifty to four fifty, there's not much of a difference as far as what you're getting. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. That that is interesting. Bozeman's yeah. not that way. No. Yeah. yeah. There's a big difference. And our what's your guys' median home price? You know. Um, it's about four seventy right now. Oh, so we're still in a big. Our and median, you guys are like seven seven twenty. Insane. It's absolutely it's bananas. It's I do crazy. have a cool story that just happened. I yes. have a first time home buyer, and we've been shopping for a long time. We finally got something under contract this week, and the sellers took their offer because they were first time home buyers. They had four offers above oh. ours that were cash. And they chose to, and you know, when we're in our friend groups, we're like, why aren't they just selling to locals or why aren't they selling to first time home buyers? We finally had a seller that did that. I thought that was really cool. And that does not happen often. No. And like those people are incredible people. Right. I exactly. And they're working with one of the hardest agents in Bozeman who's, she's just a tough, tough and like, I always say tough. Yep. She's tough. <laughs> and so the fact that she let them do that too, I was shocked of all of the agents I work with that she was one of the ones that pulled it through too. It was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, that was obviously led by the sellers. A hundred percent. Good for them. That. Good yeah. for them. I mean, we all would love to see Montana people and first time home buyers getting to win it. You know, it's a lot of times for sellers, it is about money and I get it. Right. I told I, I can't it. blame them. Like and 20 it. grand is like the big difference in your it's a big difference. Like, it's a huge yeah. percentage if yeah. you can get that much more on a price of a home. Okay. So what other trends are you seeing? So you kind of mentioned a little bit in your morning meeting <sighs> that you're seeing more stuff. I'm seeing are tons you? of are price you drops. More, oh, I'm a lot of price drops. Tons Here. of price drops. Like what price yeah. range would you say? Oh, all along the board, definitely anything from like that 600 to a million's dropping wow. a lot. That 600 and under for us is still staying pretty strong. Interesting. Yeah. And we're only getting like two or three homes on those things under 600 where we were literally getting 30 not that long ago. <sighs> so it's, I'm feeling a change like right now. I kind of yeah. feel like that's like, I don't know, maybe I'll get a backlash again for saying this, but I feel like that's kind of a good change. Like it, it's, it's normalizing 100. this. 100%. Yeah, like it was too like much. It. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, it's It was too much. Yeah. You know, yeah. we had a massive amount of people that have been in our pipeline for so long. They're pre-approved and looking. 
you know, they're out there, they're shopping and they, you know, they just haven't been winning. And, and as of the last three weeks, our pre-approved and looking folks are winning. They're, they're getting under contract. Yay. We have people that, that have been in that pipeline for months and months. And just, you know, we do our weekly calls every week and like, how's the shopping going? They're like, oh, stop calling me. I'm not looking anymore. I'm so frustrated. This is never going to happen yeah. for me. And they're just disenchanted. And then like now they're, they're winning. They're getting under contract. Yeah. We have contracts coming out of like weird places. Right. So that's they need a cheerleader. Cool. They need a cheerleader broker or agent on their side. They do. Sure. Yeah. You they have do. to be a cheerleader in this market. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have to do. do. Yeah. yeah. So what are you doing to focus on getting listings or are you mostly working with buyers? Um, you know, at the beginning of the year, I would say most of my sales were buyers, but then middle of the year started getting more listings. For some reason, I've just gracefully tapped into that kind of higher end market in Missoula. Um, I'll take anything. Like I, I, really do feel clients are equal. I've listed trailers, I've listed, you know, $1.5 million homes. So, you know, with that being said, I just, I'm kind of doing it all right now. But now that that we're getting into the fall market, I have more listings coming on. That's exciting. Yeah. Especially like being like relatively newer to once you start getting listings, that changes everything. And that what's an annoying saying listings to last. Yeah, but it's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that actually shows the longevity of you as a as a realtor and the and the strength in your position in your market when you start getting the listings because usually the old dogs are to get in the listings. Yeah, because so, of those referrals or like yeah, past clients and absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. a big deal when you're when I think it's a change in your business totally. when you're not just getting those little like little tiny buyer mm-hmm. leads that are never gonna go anywhere. Right. Just meeting you, but I feel like you have a similar energy to me where mm-hmm. I'm just so it's, when you're working with another agent and you work with some of those older agents, you see how they get jaded and they just get mean. Mm-hmm. Are you one of those agents that like you try to kill the other agent with kindness or do you fight back and like, you're like, oh, you're going to be a bitch. I'm going to be a bitch right back. So I absolutely, you know, there can be a lot of turntables, a lot of anxiety, a lot of, you know, tension on both ends. And I always, always kill with kindness. Sometimes you just can't do it. And if it gets to that point, you know, we just converse over email or text. That's something that I, I'm super protective over my clients, super protective. And so, you know, if an agent is being difficult on the other end, I'm just like, oh, you know, that stinks that they have to work like that. I don't work like that. And if it gets to the point, then I just say, hey, let's text or email. I, I had a feeling. I had a feeling you're one yeah. of those types. It's so great because I know the agents that are great to work with and are going to be nice and they just want to get the deal done. Everyone wants to do it. Like all the buyer wants to buy it at this price. The seller wants to sell it at that price. We're all in agreement. Yeah. I don't know why people make it so hard sometimes. We have the same comment goal. Yes, exactly. Right? We all just want to get this done yeah. for these people and move on. And I feel like some people just want to let you know that they're better. And well, greater. and I'm a newer agent. So like, it's been very, very, I went over a rock this year for sure with it, but at the beginning, and I'm not competitive, like I'm competitive with myself, but like I could care less what everybody else is doing. And I think at the beginning, I really did notice you know, agents that had been in the industry a longer time being like, oh, she doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah, it does change quickly. Yeah. I've felt it too, where they are treating me with respect. When I first started taking off like you are, I could feel it where that just that little like, oh, who are you? But now it's And then they're like, oh, she's nice. Actually, oh, yeah. she's cool. Like yeah, she's exactly. fun to work with. And then yeah. you kind of just, it's sad though. I hosted a lot of new agent classes when I, like the, my second year in real estate, because I just felt like it was so needed. These mm-hmm. new agents need support, you that know? so gracious of you to do that because even Especially though- Especially that early in the industry. Yes. So what's your one thing of advice you tell new agents? Like the biggest thing your takeaway from those classes? Just be kind. Put yourself on a pedestal at the same level with the agents that have been doing it for 30 years. And don't let anybody bully you. Like you 
have every right to be selling and buying just like all the other agents that have been in the industry forever. And I think that's my biggest advice. And just don't give up. Work hard, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's so Smile. great. Good for you. That is not something I think we said not on the podcast. What I, that is not what I thought you were going to say. Me neither. Yeah. That's not don't what I thought you were going to say. <sighs> wow. I just got goosebumps because Ooh. put yourself on a pedestal. You know... I feel like as women, you know, we are so leery to put ourselves on a pedestal because we don't want people to think that they're, we're like too cocky we don't, or that we're too full of ourselves or, or that we're not humble. But you are very humble. We all have a you story. You are very, very we humble. We all come from a story, whether yeah. it's positive, negative, neutral, whatever. We all have a story and a background. Yeah. And I believe we all can learn off of each other. Like I've already learned just sitting here in the last five minutes. Exactly. That's why I was so yeah. excited for you to come here because I want to talk to people. I want to get yeah. some information. Even if you pick up one thing from talking to yeah. another agent, that's one thing that you can put in your toolbox to make you better. Or take it out of your toolbox. I right? like that. <laughs> take it out oh, of your toolbox. I like that a lot. Lot. That's you so know, great. Something else that you do that I really like is you don't just do like kind of random posts, but you also have like, is it a market report with another agent in your office where you guys sit side by side and kind of like talk about what's going on in the market? Yeah, um, we do. We did. Um, we should probably pick it up again. It's just gotten so busy with life and kids and real estate and everything like that. But yeah, again, going back to just being yourself and being relatable, I think those videos were so funny and fun because like I'd say we talked about real estate like 10% of the time. That's yeah. a lot of our podcast you know? too, even. Yeah. I, we just talk I about love that. Just like yeah. our outside life. And like you're just talking about kids yeah. and the management of it. What are your boundaries you set? We've had a couple talks about that. What boundaries do you set so that, oh, I'm going to be home so many nights for dinner yeah. or I'm going to do pickup? Like, yeah. what's your kind of standards the there? The first year of real estate, like, again, I'm super transparent. I had no boundaries. I was a hot Same. mess. We talked about I was, that. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a working mom. I have these two young boys. My husband's like has his practice like, ah. But then you kind of are like, all right, I can't live like this. So boundaries are so important, not only in real estate, but also in life. And you just have to know how your body's feeling. And, you know, sometimes I work till 11 o'clock at night and sometimes I cut it off at five. It's just, it's day to day. My kids and my husband and my girls, my dogs, they're my in family number one priority. I love Hands that. down. Real estate can wait. If there's an emergency or somebody needs to be picked up, it's okay to not answer that phone call. Absolutely yeah. it is. We're not going to be on our deathbed thinking, oh, I could have got that one more deal done. No, yeah. we're going to be like, no. I wish I would have like cuddled my four-year-old more when yeah. she was like, yeah, crying in the middle of the night totally. or what have you. Yeah. yeah. You Absolutely. just got back from Mexico. So how did you yeah. balance your business? Did you do, um, did you do any social media stuff um, while you were in Mexico or how did you manage that? I didn't do a ton and it's not because I didn't want to because I was like on family mode. I, it just didn't feel natural. At that point, I was like just really inversed in my family. I still worked every single day. The most beautiful thing about real estate, lending and the worst. anything and the worst <laughs> is that you can work from Mars. Like you yeah. can work anywhere. And then I also had two girls in my office that were just so generous and helpful that would show my buyer's listings and it just all falls into place. And it's okay. Again, real estate can wait like a day or two or yeah. a week. Mm -hmm. So you know? what are your goals for next year? Like how many transactions? Yeah. What are you thinking? Um, I don't know how much time we have, but I have kind of a quick feel good story. Do we have yes. a talk Absolutely. Okay. So my first year in real estate, I got a, this is just something I'm proud of, but I like, I tell this story because I love inspiring new agents. I, um, my first year in real estate, I got a $16 million listing appointment. Oh. Um, it's Missoula's biggest residential listing. Get yourself out of town. Yeah. Well, Jesus. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, this it gets even better. 
I lost the listing to somebody that should have gotten it. He's an owner of another, he's a broker. He's another owner of a real estate company in Missoula and he's amazing and he should have gotten it. It was between the two of us. But I really fell in love with this parcel of land. It's 106 acres and it's really the last big parcel of land in Missoula that can be developed. I did sign an NDA, so I can't really talk too much about it. But long story short, I just started studying this piece of land and really just putting, pouring my heart into it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go find a buyer for it. And long story short, it almost makes me emotional. It's making me emotional. It's so cool. Um, have it under contract and I'm representing the buyers. <laughs> Get yourself out of it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That Yay. is insane. It's so cool. Well done. Yeah. Well done. And I, and it's, it's not even. Some about, people, that's all they want to do a year. Yeah. Like my first year where I felt I was crushing yeah. it, I did 13 million yeah. for the entire that's year. That's huge though. Right. But that's one transit. That is yeah. so incredible. And it's our, it's Missoula's Amazing. biggest residential listing to ever to be sold. And it is going to close. And my buyers and Leland are is incredible. buying drinks. Yeah, right, 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 right. (laughs) I might invest all that money back into this project, um, but I'm super proud of it. Just because you lose a listing or, you know, real estate doesn't go your way, just keep trying, never give up. And that's like a perfect example. So I love that you followed your intuition and your draw to that property because, you know, I really do feel like, you know, we've talked that you really do as women, we have, we have draws and intuition and Mm -hmm. things that speak to us and, and going ahead and just following that guidance. And you did, you had guidance to it. You can do it. Why can't we? Like if that broker got the listing, why can't I bring a buyer to it? You know? So yeah, I'm super proud of that one. Slam dunk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is so, it's so inspiring. And just your attitude about it too shows everything. And I'll get a downward spiral of just, you know, it's just too much work or what have you. And then I just can't see, you know, through the trees. But the fact that you kept your eye on, like you said, you're in her intuition and you did it and you made it happen. And now you're going to be a part of like Missoula history with this sale. That's so special. And what's happening with this piece of land is so incredible. I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars are going to be incorporated into this and it's a big deal. My clients are lovely, lovely. They're super young. They're motivated. They're educated. And it's um, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Did you? (laughs) I love development now all of a sudden. I'm like, Uh, I never thought I'd like that. So big question. Did you get, did you garner that relationship through social media? media? No. Okay. That would have been a really really cool check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I did not. Check and check. I did not. No, that would be lying. I did not. It's just, you kind of just have your network and you have, you know, the people that you know can get it done. And I pitched it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what are the goals for next year? I know we're only halfway through this year, but I'm super goal oriented. Are you? Like, like, I was like, oh, last year I wanted to do 52 sales. Yeah. And then I ended up doing 75 sales. This year I wanted to do a hundred. I don't think we're going to get there, but yeah. That's an an incredible goal. And, And actually I can learn from you because I think I get so wrapped up into like the people and I love the marketing and it's just such a romance for me that I my managing broker he's always like Leland we need to sit down and do goals this 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 I'm like okay and we do and I always surpass those um next year you know I have this big project happening and I'm gonna focus on that I still want to be able to be there for just my single family clients while this other project is going on but that's going to be a whole different ball game so I take a day to day yeah do you want to get an assistant is that on your goal list I need, like I said, I can probably learn from a lot of you. Um, people have told me you need an assistant. You need an assistant. It's worth every cent. I know. Like when I talked about doing really well, like I made 13 million that well, the year before yeah. I got an assistant and yeah. then I got my assistant and I did 36. Like it happened like that. I was just yeah. able to do what I was good at and that was the people. Yeah. yeah. It's time. And again, we should it's probably talk hard. about it. It's offer. hard to make, yeah. pull the, like pull the plug and do it. But once you do it, you're happy. You'll have so much more freedom. Yeah. 
to the really crush work. it. And like it'd be so oh, nice to have my somebody gosh, with like exactly. the background yeah. noise. Yeah, absolutely. But, but so one thing though, so I have a team underneath me where they're all different. So if goals aren't going to make you better and if it's just you being you and being in the moment and doing that, we talk about this too. Every lender, every realtor has a different system mm-hmm. that gets them going, different personality. Like my team is not like me at all. They're a lot more boring, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're <laughs> lovely. Yeah, But that works for them. That's how they get, that's how their clients are drawn to them though, yeah. is that they're not too much. So maybe not having goals works for you. Well, and you saying that totally put a spark in my brain. I think what happened my first couple of years of real estate, it's so competitive in Missoula and the surrounding areas. And like, I just felt like I was like trying to keep up and keep up and keep up. And it was like sucking me down. And I, in about six months ago, when I started working out again, after like a year. We've talked about this. We've we've had conversations. I was like, okay, mental health, mental health, mental health. I was like, this is not me. Like trying to keep up with the Joneses and trying to be the number one it's just not me. Right. So I was like, okay, what happens if I take a step back and, you know, just kind of tone it down a little bit, continue my social media marketing, all that stuff. I have been, been more successful. I totally agree with that. So I'm putting my energy somewhere else. Completely. When not stressing. Yeah. Yeah. I gained 20 pounds when I started just throwing real estate was my life, my kids, my husband and real estate. That was it. And working out's a big part of my life. But I just stopped and was like, oh, I'm working my butt off. I'm going to have three burritos for lunch. And just not even thinking I was just too involved with real estate. Mm -hmm. And it was taking a toll on me. And I felt because I was heavier, I actually, I felt heavier and you could just feel it. Your body feels terrible. Yeah, exactly. So like taking that time and we are our own bosses to take care of yourself is really important. Yeah. I think mental health is the number one thing. And that's something that I've learned at an older age. And I encourage anybody listening, you know, just to take care of your mental health and that, and you'll be successful in anything you do as long as you're a healthy person. It's hard. Like there's so much anxiety. Oh, totally. Like even just hitting refresh every two minutes when you're waiting for your client to sign, like there's always something that you're waiting for and something that's out of your control. So I think one thing that helps is when you have so many transactions under contract, you can't focus so much on that one signature or whatever you need that you can almost let go more when you're like, just have that one deal, like you're holding on for dear life. There's only so much you can do. There's only so much you can do. If a deal's going to fall apart, it's going to fall apart. Completely. You know, I mean, we save them. Like we're definitely lifeguards sometimes, (laughs) especially when... (laughs) <laughs> You're like lending. Let me tell you. Oh, let yeah. me tell you some stories. <laughs> I got one right now. Uh, yeah. Well, tell us the story. I want to hear this. I had a client who filed amended 2019 tax returns, and she filled them out and signed them in March, and then snail mailed them in in May. Oh, jeez. Oh, and wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so here we are. You know, IRS hasn't, uh, there's no t- transcripts to be had to prove. And we need the income in, oh for the gosh. 2019 amended tax returns in order to happen. And they fell out of contract. And, uh, you know, here we were at tail end and that, you know, getting transcripts is kind of the last part of the part mm-hmm. of the deal. It takes weeks and weeks and weeks to get that from the IRS. So we finally get the transcripts and say this is, it hasn't been filed and it falls out of contract. And the realtor, we, we, we finally got an exception to needing the transcripts and outside a contract. And the realtor was texting me all weekend long and I was responding because she was having a meltdown and yeah. which is not is outside of my character. I don't generally do that stuff unless unless something is totally going sideways. Yeah. And, you know, my final conversation with her, because she had said, you know, what is it that we can do? What that I can do? And I'm like, you can make this contract relive or revive this contract yeah. when I get Give this answer right you're gonna you're <laughs> gonna go and tell the sellers that you have the best deal and that we can close quickly and that's your job that's yeah. your job so I mean 
talk about breathing life back into this deal. And it was completely totally. dead last week. And now this week it's going to close. Right. So many moving parts. So many moving and parts. That's a really cool story. And that is like the silver lining of our job there. Real estate agents and real estate brokers, there's such a team behind us. And unfortunately, like the, that team like kind of gets disappeared. But I am so respectful of all the team, like title, lenders, assistants, like insurance, insurance. Like, oh, honey, I'm not, I'm not behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, you're not. You're not. And no, that's no, no, what no, I love no. about you. Because yeah. I feel like more people need to come forward. It's oh, to- yeah. totally like teamwork. No, I, I really, I mean, the work that we do, I mean, you guys get to do the sexy part and get to find properties and, and get to do the fun, you know, the, cause people want a house, right? They don't want a mortgage, but we're messing with their financial yeah. livelihood. Like you're going to pull my credit from and you guys the, are the bad for, guys. Like, yeah, for the totally. next 30 years of their lives. Like we have to try to put them in a better financial situation. And so, yeah, no, we don't take the back seat at all. We're, we, we link arms with you guys and, and that's, that's how we want to do it. Referrals coming your way as always. Yeah, girl. <laughs> yeah, girl. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, well, this has been super fun. Leland, you inspire me every single time I see one of your posts. I literally stop and watch every single one of your videos and you're just very drawing. And I love that you use a filter. I mean, the filters that you use mm-hmm. are, are really attractive. I mean, it looks but they're not professional fake at all. That's no, it looks professional ask which filter because it looks so good. And you know what? If they ones. are fake, I don't care. I know. Yeah. That's another thing. It's like you just own it, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, but I mean, it looks professional. It has Thank a professional you. look to it. And, you know, I mean, some days our makeup is starting to get a little smeared. And you put a little filter on and suddenly you look fantastic oh. and yeah. all fresh and ready to go and it looks really cool you always have a great message and always very positive I love your little driving pictures you know she just turns her camera around and she just when she's driving to a cool listing or a showing or something that she's doing and you just kind of get to see a little you know picture which is totally illegal I'm surprised nobody has come after me yet about that like Leland well I have my camera okay just to put this out there I want to say it now I have my camera like on a dock yeah. So it's not like I'm holding it. You know what I mean? Oh, but it's still probably not legal. But uh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? We got to do what we got to do. Things. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the, the content is more important. So yeah. I love what you're doing. You and I have done some really fun things together. I love when my phone rings and it has your name on it. And right back at you. I am excited to continue to do this. I'm yes. going to I'm going to step up my um, Instagram. Me too. And, as soon as we're done. For sure. I'm, well, I'm going to go curl my hair and then I'm going to do it. Yeah. Well, yeah. you both don't need to curl your hair. Gorgeous. <laughs> I'm not curling my hair. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'd love for you to stick around, talk with us about some other topics on our next podcast. Yeah. Thanks so much, you guys. Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate.